Hi, Marcus. Hey, what's up, Scott? I did not. I, ah! Oh, hi, Marcus. Oh, man. Hey, you like you like movies? Yes, I do. You like it when like zeitgeisty films get people all mad and stuff? Uh, I don't know that. That, that depends. That's not a simple answer for me. Oh no? No. Well, of course it's not a simple. One. Yeah. Hey, this is zebras in America. Episode thirty-six. Epi- coming episode at you. Thirty-six. There's some great movies out right now. Yeah. And. 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang. Yeah. We just went to see the movies. Yes, we did. And then we also saw some other movies in the past from this year that were really good, too. Yeah, so should we start with what we just saw? Absolutely. So we just saw Beauty and the Beast, the number one grossing film of the year. Absolutely. What did you think? I thought it was great. I thought James Franco was great as the beauty. Oh, ha. Yeah, so we, uh, that's not true, though I, I did I did see Beauty and the Beast with my mom, and that was nice. That's awesome. But Marcus is not my mom, Marcus is my friend. Right. We went to see The Disaster Artist. Yes. Which is a biopic about the making of The Room. Yes. Which I just said like I'm from Massachusetts. Room. Room. Eastern Massachusetts. Yeah. Yes. Not the 413. Yeah, not, yeah, we don't. We don't know nothing about that. Would y'all say roof? No, just roof. Just roof. normal standard. Normal? Yeah. Like regular people? We don't deal with... That's 617-978. We don't... 413 all day. All day. So, the, ro- the room is, like, controversial because if you haven't seen the room, it's a clusterfuck film about... What is that? What would you say the room is about? Well, simply put, it's just about a guy's life falling apart. Yeah. It's, uh, he has it all, like they say in the movie and in the trailer. He really does. He has it all. But basically, his lady um, cheats on him with his best friend. However, if you've seen the, the movie The Room, there's a bunch of other just random subplots that are just inserted, never fully get resolved. It's just like, what? Um, it's not just even about the mother having cancer and they never come back to it. It's like the, it's never clear, but the little brother, Benny, <laughs> I assume that's uh, his girlfriend's little brother, Lisa's little brother. He owes some guys money. Yeah. He has a debt, but none of that stuff ever really comes back. Ultimately, if we're just going down the, down the straight path, it's just about a guy whose life falls apart. And it's also considered by many to be the, like, best bad movie of all time. Yeah, I always associate that movie and Birdemic huh. together. They did kind of come out around the same time. They would play together at certain theaters. Both got the same production value. Both kind of became cult movies around the same time. Um, I think those two movies together, it's not even some... I think they. I think it really spearheaded the so bad it's good of, of this generation yeah it definitely Although, started mumblecore i got yeah and i, I do i do got to give a shout out to um oh man i'm drawing up like what's the ninja movie that just showed up out of nowhere oh yeah in the mid 2000s in the mid 2000s yeah the great movie yeah that we've talked about on the yeah. on the podcast i'm just drawing a blank but that movie came before but still that movie came supposedly out of the 80s. Supposedly, no, we're not doing that. You already okay. brought that up last no, no, time. I know, I'm just saying, that, but but after that was maybe a precursor. But the room and, and Birdemic were like the start of like which uh, I don't want to be long winded, but 
that was my one issue seeing this movie is that Room and Disaster I mean the Room is one of those like ironically liking stuff and that's like I hate that so now much. I really want to remember what this ninja movie was called yeah enter no the, enter the nin- no it's not no, 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 no. Miami no, no. Connection. Miami Connection. Bomb. Bam. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That movie was made in the eighties, bro. I'm not. I'm not yeah. doing this. No, that's. Uh, I'm just saying supposedly because our friend Funderburg has brought up some good. You know, I, I still think I, there's no. You look at the cl- everything, the background, everything. I think it was made in the eighties. I just wanna wanted to toss that out there. But the room or disaster, either or. Chris Funderburg, you need to live. The, the first part of your last name a little more, man. You gotta have fun. You know what I'm saying, baby? Love you. Love your boy. Uh, so yeah, there's you know there's there's those movies that are like like uh, all the Sharknados, Frogs, yes. Troll Two, yes, like movies. Yes, yes so, exactly. I think I've seen people just like get so angry when talking about the room because. How dare you like a bad movie, you know? And I have a really uncontroversial view about The Room. Okay. I think it's fine. It's fun, and there's nothing wrong with it. People that hate it, okay. People that love it, okay. I don't know too many people who hate it. I know most people who like it, but like it with the smirk on their face, which person that that, that just always annoys me. But this, I don't, I, you know, I don't care. It's very, it's very like Adult Swimming. <laughs> yeah, and considering true. that he worked, he did some Adult Swim stuff. It doesn't surprise me. And he directed a whole episode at Tim and Eric Awesome Show. And Nathan, yes, for you, Nathan, Nathan Fielder, yes, w- was in this movie, and his show is produced by. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Um, what was I gonna say? But this movie, the uh, disaster artist, made me actually appreciate it in a cliche way, but still appreciate it nonetheless. In that, I have always thought this and knew it for a fact, but to see it in this movie, it's like it takes hard work even to make a bad movie. Oh yeah, making a movie. When making a movie is just so difficult. Yes. It doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. Yes. I remember the first time my rap group made a music video, and I just didn't understand why yeah. we were taking 30 takes of everything, and it took 10 minutes between every take, and then there was moving a light bulb. Yep. And compared to making movies, making music is like is like a delight. Sure. Making Absolutely. movies is so difficult even making the worst movie. So I respect anyone that's ever made a movie, even if it was a piece of shit. Yeah. Because it's so difficult. And I think The Room is such an earnest piece of shit that I that I can't, I can't be mad at it. Ernest was one because of Because I think it's earnest. Um, even though the guy Tommy Wiseau like really likes to live in, a, in like a cloud of mystery. Yes. The art is earnest. And also the movie, people are like, how... How did someone that no one's ever heard of raise six million dollars to make a movie? Yeah. Because I couldn't, ma- I couldn't raise six thousand dollars to make a movie if it was tomorrow. Sure. Maybe if I did a Kickstarter, maybe I should. Hey guys, should I make a movie? Yo, White Doug, should I make a movie? <laughs> What's up, Doug? Doug What's Fry. up, White? No, just White Doug. White Doug. Okay. Edit out his name, White Doug. I want to say what up to White Rob, White Mike, White Nuts. What's up, baby? 
White Zombie? Nah. Okay, fair enough. No, no, I was just throwing it. Yeah, I don't like White Zombie. No, but I, I was like trying to go with the like theme. yeah. No, no, I'm saying what's up to like people I know or heard no, of. Fair enough. Where like I don't, I I don't really like White Zombie's music. It's not really for me. I'm not yeah. hating. It's just not for me. Where I don't like Rob Zombie's movies. They're not for me. Definitely not for me. Either. I don't. I don't really like culty horror movies unless they're actually culty horror movies. Yeah. And I just find them uh, overly violent and stylized and just yeah, I just don't enjoy it. Yeah. They just they, they, they bask in the violence a little too much. Sometimes sometimes specifically violence against women, they really soak that stuff. Yeah, up. that the second one he did was just like it was just so violent. Yeah. About the whole family and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I just didn't like it. I'm Devil's I'm not, rejects. Yeah. I just I, that's not for me. Yeah, just I, I prefer, you know, that's just not the kind of horror I prefer. Sure. Um, so I thought I thought the Disaster Artist was probably, you know, James Franco's directed a bunch of movies actually. Yeah, yes. Like a weird movie about a monkey. He did a he did a, a Carmack McCarthy uh, adaptation, which is really gross. He did a uh, Faulkner um, adaptation as well. Oh no, it's not Faulkner. Um, the one you did is right. Oh, who's the? Um... No, I think it is. With um, Tim Blake Nelson, Danny McBride. It was like the second thing he directed. Oh, here comes our food. All right. Right. So James Franco, he directed The Ape as I Lay Dying. Bukowski, Child of God, which is the Carmack McCarthy. It's really gross. Yeah. As I Lay Dying. Did I say that already? Yeah, that was the first one. Sounding of Fury. Saturday Night. He's done a bunch of movies. Uh, this one was... This one... I think it might be his best. Yeah, no, not right. It's definitely his best. Yeah. Because he really, he really got into the role... I think, yeah, I think I, I, I liked it. No, I actually, I like this movie a lot. It was pretty good. Yeah. I went in not expecting to dislike it, but I went in with quite a few, you know, like, I don't know what to think about this, but I'm just amazed at how much hype it's getting. It's like, it's amazing. Every time I go on Facebook or Twitter, there's like an ad for it. Like so many people are posting and tweeting about it. I, 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 it was one of, at a certain point, I'm like, this movie is that serious? But, and uh, it's one of those things where I guarantee you, a lot of the people who are watching this movie haven't seen The Room. I, I believe that. I don't doubt that for a second. But it was, it was, it's funny because like it, it was actually still very respectful to the people. Yeah, that, that's the point. I mean, look, no matter what, my only problem with this movie, there's a tinge of, like, they're kind of laughing at this guy to make the fun of him. But at the same time, weirdly enough, just like you said, they're still showing everyone respect, you know? Yeah, like, like I definitely worry about Tommy, but I think he likes that attention. Yeah, he's, like, he's, he's, on all, he's on the press tour for this movie. Yeah, yep. So, and... Like the movie's a success. The movie makes money off of like Rocky Horror type showings yeah. and stuff. Which I've attended a few at uh, what was uh, what's the theater on Second Ave, like downtown? 
But either way, yeah, I, I, I've attended a few midnight screenings of the room back in the day. Universal Studios. Yes, that, that's the one. It's got the big globe outside. Nickelodeon Studios. Yeah. My, my friend was on Family Double there. Was he really? Yeah. That's awesome. They lost. Oh, Fucking losers. Man. They were still on the show. That's all that matters. Yeah. Was, was White Doug ever on any Nickelodeon television shows? No. Was he on Wild and Crazy Kids? No. Tell us your craziest Omar Gooding story. That was the pre-thugged out uh, Omar Gooding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Baby Boy is such an interesting movie. Yes, it is. I went back last year, late last year, I went back and watched it, and the one main respectable, respectable thing about that movie is Bing Rames. Bing Rames is so good <laughs> in that movie. Specifically the scene where he finally snaps, and well, he got hit first. Um, where he's just having this, like, it's a callback, too, to Boys in the Hood, where he's just flipping out in the room, huh. just angry, because I, I do think that John When Tyrese loses his mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Singleton is good at showing the real frustrated life. He black lost, man. He lost his mind this year. It yes, seems. he did. Yeah, he did. But, um, yeah. What else about the movie? Uh, well, I really like in Baby Boy <coughs> when Omar Gooding gets really mad. Like he's, but he's like, it's like the, it's like the year two thousand, but he's still playing a Genesis. Yeah. And I really like that. You yes. want to see a motherfucker with two strikes go to jail? That's what you want, motherfucker. My Bing Rames and Baby Boy impression. Yeah, my favorite quote from that movie, I can't say. Sure. Because it's got so many N-words. Sure. But it's like, uh, you don't like me? Well, I don't like you. That's what's up. That's what's up. It's different yeah. than, but, you know... I, don't, I won't even. I won't use that word contextually in recorded media. Sure. That's just not how I am. Joe uh, Rogan is someone who loves to use that word in context. Like I'm just, you know, quoting someone. He loved like a little, like okay, like every yeah, time he says. That's like, why right. I, I don't. I, that's why I don't do it. Like if you and I are having a conversation on recorded, but that's a conversation I can't control how other people take things sure and some people don't even think that the contextual use of the word is acceptable yeah and I have an issue when we're saying that contextual use of words period can't be used but I understand some words are really hurtful yes so I understand why people feel feel way about it mm -hmm. um, disaster artist yes had had two famous black comedians in it Wait a minute, why am I spacing on... Gerard oh. Carmichael and Hank oh, Morris. Oh, I didn't even... With yeah, the, yeah, I forgot Gerard, about Gerard Carmichael. Carmichael with the random cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, the, as uh, Sistero, is that his name? Yes. Sistero's friend. Yeah. Who's like, you gotta get rid of the vampire-looking dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, God. I was just focused on Hannibal Burr. I'm a big Hannibal Burris fan. We both are big Hannibal Burris fans. He, yeah. he didn't really go full Hannibal in this one. No, no, no. He was, he was playing more of a straight guy. Yeah, no, there there were a lot of cameos. Yeah. Our friend Patrick Horvath was in it. Shout out to Patrick. You know, I mean, you're not my friend in real life, but maybe we'll become friends in real life. I'll buy you a knish. We'll talk about life. You know? Do you like knishes? Nope. No. Ab oh, no, absolutely. Oh, oh my. So this is where my head's at. Yes, I like knishes. I, I had cannolis on the brain. Yes, I like knishes a lot. With mustard, forget about it. You don't like cannolis? Hell no. Well, yeah. 
I feel like that would be really unhealthy for you. Even if, like, it wasn't. Just the look of it. I don't want anything to do with it. I don't mean to be dramatic, but I'm being you're serious. Being, you're very serious. You are dramatic about your cannolis. I like cannolis. I don't... I like, I like, uh, I like sfogliadel. I like, I like pastries. Do you like Earl Grey tea? Sure. I'm not... When it, honestly, when it comes to tea, except for uh, green tea... I'll drink just about any tea. I'm not picky. You don't like green tea? You don't like that don't, grassy tea? I don't, tea? don't like that tea. No. You don't, don't like that taste. grassy taste? Although, here's a little health fact for all you kidney transplant recipients out there. Every once in a while, to kind of cleanse your kidney, what you should do is get a big pot of water, put a bunch of cilantro in it, boil it, you know, like wait, wait, wait till it boils, and then pour it into like a big container. Drain it, you know, don't let the cilantro leaves go in. So you have this kind of like brown, it's just like a brown, unsweetened tea. Put it in the fridge, and then you have this like, just drink like a cup every day or two cups a day, and it actually works. Like I remember doing it, I've done it a couple times, and every time I have my kidney appointment, my numbers are good, so. I think what you should do when you're trying to make your kidney good is drink like a bottle of Jack Daniels. Oh man. Eat a lot of bananas. Oh, come on. Do some cocaine. Oh, I've done some of those things. I've eaten bananas and, and done cocaine in the same day. Recently, all right. Uh, two years ago, so that's not recent. Yeah, it's not recent at all, okay. dog. But I, my kidney transplant, my transplanted kidney was still there with me. That's crazy that you that you were doing cocaine with a transplanted kidney. It was for two days. It wasn't like a, a thing. Look, Yamolo. Yes, yes. And if you guys don't know what Yamolo means, it's you may only live once. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know. I might, you know, I might come back and tell you my my next life with both cats. I've been really into oh, Earl Grey. Please move on. I've been really into Earl Grey. Yeah. Oh, sh oh, cats. Should we pivot, or do we want to? No, no, stay no, no, no. No, that's a good transition. So. Because I'm offended. I guess I'm kidding. To, to, all right. Would you like to speak to the manager? <laughs> yeah, I want to speak to Guillermo del Toro. Uh. So. So to end, Disaster Artist, pretty damn good movie. Yes. I don't know if it's in my top 10, but it would be in my top 20 of the year. That's, oh, definitely. Uh, I need to sit with it. I really like how funny it was. I thought it was paced real well. And yeah, it was it was good spirited for such a weird movie. Yes. But Cats, the movie, did they ever make a movie that musical? I don't think they did. No. They but will. they are making Lion King remake next year. Yes, they are. I'm excited for that. It is. It's a cartoon, right? No, I think it's live action remake. That's what they're doing now. They're making. They're remaking all, all the cartoons into live actions. They got so a So are they doing like how they do it in broad on, on the play? Like, like people are wearing the weird. Like, I think it's cool going to be like Jungle or? Book. Oh, there's like oh, so it's lit. Oh, so then it's like CGI because there's no humans. I don't know what they're going to do. It's got. I mean. I don't know. I'm I not mean, that they, they've, they've only, so far, they've, they've remade Jungle Book and Beauty and the Beast, and they're both, like, top-grossing movies of the year. Sure. Uh, Aladdin's coming out next year, uh -oh. and so is Lion King. No, Aladdin, Aladdin, they, they, they went, they went safe on the casting. And? Well, no, they, they went with, like, very European-looking but let me finish. People will still be offended. Mid Middle Eastern, Middle Eastern people, the Middle Eastern actors. Okay. But that happened to be not like super Middle Eastern looking for all of them. Okay. So 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 they didn't they didn't people were tw Twitter and the internet was ready to 
you know, be very upset, and understandably so. <coughs> but they they did all right. Like the Lion King, there's like two white people in the new in the remake. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's fair. That's right. Whereas in the original, there were only two main black actors in the cast: Robert Guillaume, rest in peace, and James Earl Jones. And Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, I forget about her a lot. Anyway, she has an EGOT. What? Why would why'd you give me that what? Because I love ghosts. Yeah. I don't love people who defend racist white guys on more than one occasion. That's true, she's Mel done Gibson that. and Ted Danson. Ted Danson's blackface. And then the first person she gets mad at is the black guy, Montel Williams. I mean which is weird. he's a weird guy to defend to defend. But he's still, an interesting character. He used to have an office in the building I worked in. I used to see him on a re between 2006 to 2012. I used to see him on a regular basis. I would have such a hard time not going, Montel, baby, baby. I know. Or Matt Waters. Remember his show? I'm going to spit out Waters. Stop. Stop. You do remember his show, Stop right? it. Stop it. Two Stop. seasons. Stop. That show Stop. was on for two I'm seasons. I'm trying to drink water. Don't. Stop it. Say it. Two seasons. Look. CBS. <laughs> Uh, no, you know she's she's often defended behavior of people that's super questionable. Yeah, and like actually the least of which Ted Danson in blackface. And when that's the least of it, yo, then you know uh, what's his face? Fucking Soul Man, Un unacceptable. The movie Soul Man? Yeah. I don't know. I know you like collegiate to... sports. I don't care about that. Yeah, I, I like C. Thomas Howell. I think the whole point of I like that movie, C. Thomas Wolf. They were showing the yeah. nonsense behind it, though. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't, yeah, that was, he would like, that dude's a clown. Like, that was the point of the movie, and it was just showing, like, oh, this is not fair. So, I think that ultimately. But it's on the. If someone said that, that's not one of those things I'd roll my eyes. Like I didn't roll my eyes when you said that. I'm interested in hearing why. The but shape I think of the shape a, of water. You know, what? The shape of water. That was a transition. <laughs> See, Thomas Howell is not in that. But, no, okay. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. Okay. No offense. All right. I'm I remember sorry. what's happening, brother. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Shape of water. The shape of water. Uh, we both recently saw that. Yes. That's a Guillermo del Toro's new movie. Yes. Not about Abe Sapien. Oh, right. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, no. That was what people thought it was going to be about. Right. But it's not. No. Um, <coughs> I liked Pacific Rim, but I think this is his best movie in a minute. Yeah, oh, okay. Sure. Like one. I agree. Like maybe. I really liked it. I wasn't big on Crimson Peak. Uh, Crimson Peak was like, all right. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, because I, I actually liked Hellboy 2. So it's Everyone the best movie Hellboy since Hellboy 2. 2 so. Everyone Hellboy 2. So you're right. Hellboy 2 is minute. great. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think his best movie is Devil's Backbone. I'm going to go with Blade 2, although Devil's Backbone is still good. I was just having this conversation with someone. Oh, back to Thunderbird. We were talking about that. And we both agreed how Blade, we both like Blade 2. I like as Blade his, No, like, as, as his best movie. But Devil's Backbone, I, I endorse Devil's that. Backbone is my favorite. I think I think Pan's Labyrinth is, is, a, is a really overrated movie. Yes, I do too. I don't Absolutely. think it's a bad movie, but I think it's very overrated. <laughs> this is why we have a podcast together, because I think the same exact thing. So you think Pacific Rim is underrated? 
No. I, I was going to say, I like the idea of Pacific Rim, the whole idea of like, you're not just locked in, your mind has to be locked into this machine in order for it to work. I like that. Yeah. Uh, just overall. It was you a know mess. what? It was a mice. Yes, but that's what I'm getting at is that I need to go back and watch it because the night I saw it uh, was the Trayvon, the opening weekend, the night I saw it was the Trayvon Martin verdict. And that pissed me off so bad that I had a headache. But my friend already got the ticket, so I was like, you know what, maybe I'll go hang out with my friends. But I took the train, and the headache was just getting worse. So I saw Pacific Rim, this noisy, oh, yeah. loud to, movie to see with Co- a headache. I went to see Coach Carter on 9-11. It sucked. Like, wow. that's what, no, no, I didn't. I'm just saying, like, like if you try to see a yeah. movie after a terrible thing yeah. happened, yeah. like, you know, the Trayvon Martin decision is a foreshadowing of just this terrible, hectic time yep. right now in this country yep. where I believe that a lot of a lot of people are not given a fair shake. Yeah. No, no, we're good. Yeah. It also it makes me think of the whole idea of like any time a person's like, why don't black people just listen to the cops? It's like you don't ever say that about George Zimmerman. Cops told him to back off, stand down. No one ever uses that. Like. Why didn't George Zimmerman just listen to the cops? It's as simple as that. No, it has to do with like people not realizing their inherent racism. Absolutely. Yeah. They they, they, they say that, but they don't realize what they're saying. Like no, he's I half mean, Latino. How could he be racist? Yeah, I that mean that was like that was a big one. Yeah, but the judge that just like sentenced Meek Mill to like oh my god three years in prison is is a black woman, but she's still abusing the power that's... <coughs> Yeah, also knowing the deal, you know what goes on when you put a celebrity in general general population. He's a marked person that's messed up. You know the deal. You know what goes on. So And like while while I think Meek Mill got destroyed by Drake, yeah. which is weird, I think he's a great rapper and I think he's I do, and I think he's he's made a real difference in his life. Like he got arrested like damn near ten years ago. Yeah. And, he, and he's like one of those guys that gets turkeys for everyone in the yeah, neighborhood yeah, for absolutely. Thanksgiving. That's not someone that should be putting in jail. But I just want to remind you that he's already serving more prison than than the person who Brock Turner. Uh, we have Brock Turner, yeah. the, the the Stanford swimming rapist. Yeah. He's free. He has a Twitter. Yeah. Does he really? Yeah. George, it's not as bad as George Zimmerman's. Well, he got kicked off of Twitter, thank God. But well, yeah. It was pretty bad. You know, I just I just think, look, just, like, have compassion for human beings. Practice empathy. Think about how difficult it can be for everybody. And um, when when rich people are getting three months for raping people and, and famous black people are getting years for, for violating probation, you have to think that the... That there's, it's possible that the cards are not stacked in everybody's favor. Absolutely. Is that insane to think? Yes, of course. But then at the same time, I this think ties it's not back insane. to what? No. I, what do you mean? It's Maybe not insane. Wrong. I don't know. You're agreeing with me. Yes, I'm agreeing okay, with great. you. Yeah. It's semantics. Yeah. Well, that's what I was getting at. How it's like. So I went and met up with my friends to see Pacific Rim, and they could sense I was in a bad mood, and I was just like. Fucking, uh, you know, the Trayvon Murdoch verdict went down, you know, whatever. And they were just like, well, you knew that was going to happen. And that made me even more sad, that that thought process. So. Yeah, it's like, 
there was a fear that it was going to happen. We didn't, but it doesn't hurt. It doesn't not hurt when it happens. Yeah, I just kept like, there's no way. You know, I, I had yeah, that. Like I was the hanging Eric, on to the Eric that. Garner stuff. I was like, they killed that man on camera. Yeah. And there's no way. And there was. Yeah. You know. Um, Shape of Water. Shape of Water. I think one of like. I just think Guillermo del Toro just created a really, like he did stylish in a way that I really liked. Mm -hmm. The music was wonderful. The actors and actresses were really good. There was a lot of nuance. Mm -hmm. uh, not everything was stated. It seems like Michael Shannon is doing an E.T. sort of movie every year. What, what? Oh man, Midnight Special. He did Midnight oh, Special shit. last year. And this, oh, this wow. movie this movie was E.T. where you have sex with E.T. Yeah. Yes. Spoiler alert. Yes. I think people got that at this point. So, But still, spoiler alert. She has sex with the lagoon creature. Yes. It's very beautiful. You don't see the actual sex, but you see the, the before and after. Yeah. And Michael Shannon plays a wonderful villain. Yes, he does. It's similar to, uh, shout out to our friend Shaka King, he loves this movie, A Premium Rush. Michael Shannon's performance in the last third of that movie... <laughs> is him in Premium Rush. Um, if you like Michael Shannon, see it. Also, it's a fun, it's one of those movies I don't have any, it's like I don't want to see this anytime soon, I mean in a bad way, but I'm glad I saw it in the theater. I'd be very disappointed if I watched that on my TV, or even like on my laptop, yeah, like it, I sometimes it's do. A it's real, a big theater experience. It's a real theater experience. The special effects and practical effects are really cool. Yeah. And the way they handled the monster, her dad or room neighbor, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, he was just a yeah, he, that wasn't her father. He's just a guy, like well, a lonely well, guy. Well, we know that she's an orphan, but yeah. it, I thought it was like the dude that raised her or whatever. Yeah, fair enough. The way they the way they handled um, the way they handled racism and nuance, except for Michael Shannon. Yeah. Who made a couple comments that reminded you of the time period that was oh, yeah. in. I did. That's funny you said that because it literally. Wait, what? Oh yeah, it's back in the. It's back in those times. That it's funny that I, I for, for like every once in a while I would forget this movie took place in the early 1960s. And, and it was just weird because like the lady who was in Hidden Figures, yeah, was in this movie as well. Except yeah. she wasn't a, a, a physicist no. in this one. No. But she was very good. Sure. Sometimes I felt it was a little going back to our friend Whoopi Goldberg and Ghost ish. Oh. But those roles, are, but I'm not. We can't put that all on 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 her. The, those roles on, on uh, Octavia Spencer. Those roles are abundant. But she and did she did a good job. She's a good actress. Who finally, I love. She's a writer. Of, yeah, I just love the fact that like she was. I don't know. Struggling's the word. But she was always just show up in bit parts, and then suddenly out of nowhere, she's in everything. And I like that. Yeah. Well, she's a good actress. Yes. She's a writer. She's awesome. Yes. That's all I gotta say yeah. about her. Mm -hmm. um, but the music in in Shape of Water was excellent. Yeah, it was. It was For that, it, it fit the movie. Because it was so aquatic. Mm -hmm. And like. Oh, it's a good. It's uh, a good description. Yeah. Did, did they make it clear what city they're in? Baltimore. Baltimore. Right. Yeah. Right. Because because Michael Shannon's character shits on Baltimore yeah. times. Yeah. But like, yeah, they just really, they made it, I don't, I feel bad because I feel like it's really his own thing, but it had like, it did have like a Michelle Gondry vibe. You think? I didn't really like think. Like Mood Indigo vibe. Oh, well, okay, the fine. 
Yeah. A lot of rain in the movie. Yeah, just rain and like surrealism. Yeah. And then like there's some interesting stuff that happens at the end. Um, yeah, I liked it. I, I'm surprised that, that it's getting so much buzz because it's a weird movie that involves like interspecies romance. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no one really seems. To, I mean, there's obviously you know the jokes, but other than that, yeah, people are. Yeah, I, I you know I think too over, in, in recent years, kind of came out of nowhere years ago where suddenly Guillermo del Toro was taken as this like super serious auteur, and he's got this like machine behind him. This none, none of this is a criticism, by the way. I just think for like a studio director making the movies he does and believe it or not I just discovered too that like the budget for The Shape of Water was like, not, it, it is not is not what you it, would I think expect. it was sub 10 just under 10 million dollars yes which is which is crazy no that's how much it should cost it should yeah but in terms of other movies like right. 20 50 million like that like that, that yeah, that's the, what the, I'm the saying the new Spielberg crazy. movie The Post yeah which is about newspapers yeah is a 50 million dollar movie sure you know, like, some of these movies just hemorrhage money. Yeah. But, like, if you consider that the biggest star in, the, in this movie was was Michael Shannon. Yeah. So, like, there was just putting a lot of the money into the other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, when I looked at the budget of that, I was like, oh, that's impressive. Yeah. That's probably how much Disaster Artist cost. Close to, well, apparently close to, over, that was over six million. No, not the room. Disaster artist. Oh, does oh yeah, duh. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I respect Gimel Del Toro. I'm also I also respect Gimel Del Toro. This is outside the shape of water. He's one of those filmmakers that likes movies. Yes. Like he he he. As of right now, he's working on a documentary about Michael Mann of all people. I, he's a director that I wouldn't associate with Del Toro, but at the same time, it's like he'll post about how much he loves Paul Verhoeven. He'll post about on, this is on Twitter how much he loves Nicholas Winding Refn. Like he's all over the place, and I appreciate that. I like that. Yeah, I like that he likes movies. Yes, because I, I think you know I've I, yeah I like when directors like movies because you because you, you can see it. I mean, there's a theme of love for movies in The Shape of Water. You have the guy running the uh, the theater. That's kind of, no, movies you know, are all up in yeah. that movie. Yeah, the theater that's like dying and this guy's like desperately wanting people to come to the movie theater. Yeah, it's like Beauty and the Beast plus the Majestic equals yeah. Shape of yeah. Water. Yeah. Yeah. Plus Lady in the Water because I like that movie. Yes. Plus Uncle Boom Me because that's yeah, actually no, you're right. that's a big a movie with interspecies fish woman sex. Good, good call. Yeah. Good call. I'm looking forward to the side by sides that you create for that one. Already did it. Boom boom. Yeah. That's right, baby. Yeah. Well, boom boom boom. Everybody say Speaking of like sports chants, mm-hmm. you finally got a chance to see the goon too. Yeah. I have to give a disclaimer. I have to clear this up. Well not clear this up. I have to let people know. Anyone who follows me right now on Facebook and Twitter knows that I'm obsessed. But just so you know, I do have to give credit to Scott, because he's the guy that wanted me to see it. So I, it, it's, I didn't just like, oh, I think I'll watch this movie. Like, no, it was Scott. It, and it, I never not wanted to see it because I did like the first goon. Just the way my brain is, just this whole year, it's just like, all right, I'll do it. And then it's like, oh, I forgot. Something distracts me. But it wasn't intentional. And I'm glad I watched it. This is like, what, number three with Dark Song? And what was the other big movie you recommended to me? that was like, oh, holy shit. But anyway. Uh, I don't know. I just got good taste. We should have a podcast about movies. Okay. Let's start one now. Yeah, Chosen Bros. Chosen Bros. And then afterwards, some Spros. 
Okay. That's that's espresso. No, I got that. And then pooping. Yeah. Because if you eat nachos and drink espresso, like regularity, regularity city. Uh, Yeah. So goon, goon (laughs) was. You told me before before we before we recorded that it was a much maligned film where I just thought it was a cult film that people loved. No, that, yeah, it's like certain pockets like it, but generally speaking, yeah, it's not, uh, not even just with critics, a lot of people, because the backlash People don't like Sean William Scott, though. <laughs> people don't like him for some reason. You should say those people, because I ain't one, and I'm a person. I don't want to be associated with people that don't like Sean William Scott. I've always liked Sean William Scott. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I was playing footsie with you for a second. It's all good. By accident. It's all good. Now I'm going to try on purpose. All right. Okay. Okay. Podcast over. Sean William Scott. Come on. Oh, right. You you don't want to. Huh? (laughs) Nothing. If that makes me that, fine. But go ahead, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Like, yeah, he's, 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 he's in a lot of good movies. He's in a lot of bad movies, but I enjoy the movies. Even a small Jan Silent Bob Strike Back. He's great. Uh, hello, old school. Yeah. Uh, old school's a great movie. You got a fucking dart in your neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, yes, um, Bulletproof Monk was a misfire. Yeah. Yeah. But, sorry, Chow Young Fat. Yeah, sorry, Mr. Chow. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know me, I love, I love a movie that I forgot the name of. Goon. I know, I love the Goon. A movie that... Sean William Scott. That I love. The first two American Pies. No, Rock is in it. Oh, The Rundown. No. No. What else did they do together? What? This is the, 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 the second movie after Donnie Darko. Oh, fucking, um, yeah, Richard Kelly. Um, yeah, the movie with everybody. I love that movie. Yeah. For some reason, I can't remember the name. Sure. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. It's Richard Kelly's other movie. Yeah, it's his best movie. That's not, Like I'm Highland not... Express, something like that. No, yeah, whatever. Just, we know, yeah, 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 yeah. Who cares? Yes, yes, definitely. No, I care. Don't be mean. Me? You asked the question. All right, while, yeah, while you look it up. You weren't, why are you putting me on what? blast? They didn't even know. Oh, while you look that, that up, because I actually want to know too. It's, it's, it's annoying me now. But um, another thing that I loved about Goon 2, one thing I love about sequels is when everybody comes back from the yeah. small, except Eugene Levy, but whatever. Yeah, but fine. Eugene Levy was like, he was in two scenes. was in the barely first. what I liked. Yeah. Southland Tales. Southland Tales. Love them. Highland Express. Southland Highland Tales. Express? What? I had the land. Anyway. Your anyway, Highness. He had, um, at least his mom came back. They actually played, like, everyone except Eugene Levy. Yeah. The two Russian guys were yeah. awesome. Everyone. And, yeah, it, you you pointed out the comparisons between Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. Rocky 2 also. Yeah. And I got some Rocky 5 stuff coming uh, in the next few days, so be well, prepared you, for you that. Well, you all know me. Rocky 5 is my favorite Rocky. Go for it. Yeah. My ring's right outside. Touch me and I'll sue. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that, that dude's had a bad life. Who's this? The bad guy in Rocky 5. Oh, Tommy Gunn? Yeah, Tommy Morrison? Yeah, he's not doing so hot. You know, and... You can't see it's a podcast, but I'm smirking, and I don't mean that's to. That's not that's not kind. I know. 
Let's just move on. Let's go back to Goon 2 so I can not... Uh, yeah. Wyatt Russell. He's... I don't want to say steals the show. Or he's one of the people that does steal the show. He has his father's energy in that movie. Very, very much so. And also, he, he was a professional hockey player. Oh, shit. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't so, that so up. He I didn't know so that. he has the moves. Nice. He just plays... He plays the perfect foil to the Goon because... In the first goon, the the bad guy is not really like like he's not he's not a bad he's guy. He's not a really bad guy. Lee Schreiber's character, he's just like a, an enforcer, uh, and he's he's just a guy that's that's resigned to his job. Yes. And in this one, he becomes a friend to the goon because the goon's a good guy. He's a yes. great guy. He makes the Apollo Creed transition from Rocky two to Rocky three, and and you know there's a scene where. They're all like he, him, and a bunch of enforcers become part of a show yeah. where they all have to just fight each other for people's for people's enjoyment, and and he refuses to fuck up Lee Schreiber because he sees yeah. down, yeah. and they they become friends. Yeah. So, where in this this movie, uh, Wyatt Russell plays like a true villain. Yeah. The only difference is that you have compassion for him because he's a product of his environment. Sure. Try seeking his father's acceptance. Yeah. But he's as stupid as the goon. I think he's a little smarter. But he's but he, but like not only a little. Like he's funny like the goon, but angrier. Angrier, but I got He's he's a little more intelligent. He, he's definitely, but he can be a loose cannon, which is which does make you stupid. And you love this movie. I do. You like? I I don't know that I like it more than Goon One. Oh my God, I like Goon One, and this I think this is way better. I, I'm gonna rewatch it. When I recommended to you this like three months ago. Yeah, I know. So, um, I also like Allison Pill, in that well, in general, but in that movie too. She's uh, she's, especially in Goon Two. Like Scott that's Pilgrim. The, yes, that's the kind of uh, I want to come home to that. Just be honest, but continue. She's married, so, so I don't Allison have a chance. Pill, if you're listening and you want to leave your husband, you know, Marcus Penn likes to paint ladies. Okay. Among others, all colors. Let's not, come on. Pill regulate any shade of that ass. Yes. <laughs> two, that's a big pun line. Yes. Uh, Pink one's first, though. Um, she's really great in uh, Goon 2. Yeah, because uh, she plays like a very supportive yet concerned partner. Yes. She doesn't want her husband to go out there and fight. Yes. But she knows that, that he that he needs to. Yes. Has, his, has his back. That's the most important yeah. thing. And, you know, Jay Baruchel, I think that's his, it's his, it's his directorial debut. Yes. And I think he struggled a bit, you know, but... There were, struggled a bit because there, like he threw in some humor stuff that was like a little extra. I will say though, good point. But he's just in Goon Two so much less than he is in the first Goon. That's true, and that's what I like about it. it's like but, continuity. But he, but you gotta have the character. Yeah. But you're in it less. But he, yeah, he like punches his boner. Yeah, that was weird. But then what makes up for it? Like that stuff is oh, dumb. T.J. Miller's in it. Yes, we'll get to him in a second. But the thing about, yeah, he's punching his boner. That's like, okay, here we go. But then right away, uh, Alyssa Cuthbert and the goon's brother 
she goes like, you have a boner. He's like, you just noticed that? Like, so like, at least they kind of like, they pick up the slack for the like, really, really dumb potty humor. So it's, it's actually, I find some of his directorial style very similar to Elizabeth Banks uh, when she, her directorial debut, uh, Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what I think it is. Who's Elizabeth Banks again? She's the actress from like Wet Hot America. Yeah, that's Summer. her. Yeah. Her directorial debut. Debut? Or debut? Debut. Debut yeah. was Pitch Perfect 2. Oh, and I, I like Pitch Perfect 2. I'm not even going to front. Um, I'm going to see the third one even though she didn't direct it. But like when comedic actors start directing like they go straight into the comedy that they know mm-hmm. but directing is hard it's different than acting and I think that also played a part as to why Jay Baruchel isn't even in the movie as much because he wrote and direct well he wrote wrote the first one but he had to do a bunch of stuff uh, okay oh man before I forget random moment the former Daily Show correspondent his boss at the real estate yeah when Sean William Scott quits and he's like what you're quitting what about all our adventures Remember that time I thought you had a watch? Just so, like that kind of, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Like that's that's one aspect of my humor. And then as he walks out, he does the the NXS thing. So come on. Oh, I'm so, I, yeah. I'm sorry. You're not supposed to say it that way. Sorry. Sorry. There's there's an autoerotic asphyxiation. He just leaves the door wide open, <laughs> like just casually. And then as he's setting everything up, he's just talking like. He's having this in-depth conversation with himself. He's like, ah, you drive away the ones you love. Like, it's just, yeah. There's a lot of layers to it. It's great. Like the film Layer Cake. That's not bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny Craig's, like, jump-off point. I always thought it was Munich. It came out before. No, Layer Cake came out first. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Layer Cake in that movie where Defiance... Defiance was after he'd already played James Bond, the first James Bond. Movie. I don't think that's true. No, it. Tr- trust me, it is. Trust me. Okay, maybe. Trust me. Is he gonna make another Bond movie? I think he's like contractually obligated, but he's totally like the Randy Orton of Bonds, where it's like I don't want to be here. And you can see, you, you could you could see it a little bit in the last one, and I feel like you're gonna see it more in this next one. But he's it's like a. I think he can get out of the contract, but I think he's still gonna play it. I think. And also, like, when they were toying around with um, Idris Elba being Idris Elba, bond, yeah. yep. people lost their minds. They did. Because James Bond can't be black. That's another one of those things where, like, I don't care about James Bond, but when people start getting mad for those reasons, like, oh, you know what, I think I want Idris Elba to be James Bond now. Yeah, just, 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 just to be that guy. Yeah, it just makes me want it more. Like, also, yep. like... <laughs> Pause. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that was... Alright, go ahead. Sorry, you just have a James Bond. Whatever, dude. Sorry. Sorry. No, Sorry. Said that loud. Sorry, I party. <laughs> I like to party too. I also like to party. If you haven't seen Hot Rod, if you're a regular listener and you haven't seen Hot Rod up to this point, like, get with it. Yeah, come on, White Doug. Go see Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of my favorite movies. I know. It's like, I just really love it. It's very positive, it's very funny, yes. and it has our man just killing it. Yes, it does. Danny Dan, McBride. Danny McBeebe. That's Who, what I call him. If you, if you, I binged watch Vice he's, Principals he's, he's, these last, uh, it's a great show. He's in 
the disaster artist for 30 seconds. Not he even, is. he's let, in not, for like three seconds. Even. Yeah, yeah, and not and I let out quite the guffaw. Yeah. He's another guy who I do, not an insult to him, this is more of me. I do sometimes have a hard time taking him as a dramatic actor, like Alien Covenant. It's right. still Danny McBride, I can't, or, but he's a, he's the comic relief in dramatic movies sometimes, like All the Real Girls, which is an excellent movie, and he's like himself in All the Real Girls. All the girls you know, yeah. in the line for the bathroom. What's that? Uh, I think it's Nerd, the band Nerd. Oh, they're coming out with a new album. Well, yeah. they just announced it. Not, probably won't be anytime soon, but yeah. Their first album was good. Yes, it was. The second album had some points. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the second album. Just remember the first one. Um, hey, Lap Dance is a great song. I love that song. I used to get, like, to, like, stay up at night, like, because I was an architect major, so you'd stay up at, like, two days in a row, and that was one of the songs on my playlist that would, like, because the guitar sample and the, yeah. Yeah, I would just, I would just do Adderall. No. I should have back then. No, I didn't. I didn't. I've, Others did. Other I've, classmates I've, did. I won't I've, name any names. I won't name any names. There's Leonard. a classmate of mine who did Adderall. I Leonard. shouldn't even be saying his name. Leonard. Corey. <laughs> oh, shit. You heard that, Leonard? Yo, Lenny. You're putting Lenny on blast, man. Let's wait. I want, because you brought it up, I want to get back to TJ Miller as the uh, the ESPN sports desk guy. Oh, I thought you wanted to talk He's about great, Yogi great. Bear. Who? Yogi Bear. Nah, I'm good. He was in the Yogi Bear movie. Who? T.J. Miller. Oh, was he? Oh, yeah. See, I wouldn't. This I wouldn't know. To fame. That Silicon Valley, or the iPhone commercials? What Silicon Valley? It's like the most popular show on HBO. One of, and then, and then. I thought The Wire is the most popular show. It currently, like on TV. Game I'm of Thrones, I thought was the most popular. I said one of. Um, he left the show and everybody was like what are you doing why would you leave this successful show and he wrote this like heartfelt thing about like why he wanted to move on he was in Deadpool yes and he's in the next Deadpool that trailer looks cool not a Josh Brolin fan for reasons I've already explained but uh oh, looks I, saw like a John, fun movie. I saw John Wick 2 this weekend oh, you hadn't seen it before no I love that movie I prefer it's John just, Wick 1 Oh yes, well let's yeah let's not get it. John Wick is the better movie, but I think John Wick was too good. Again, February release, so those early movies get forgotten about. Right. But John Wick Two is still really good. Yeah, I, I I'm really excited for the third one. Yeah. To see what it's like. I like this weird crime world that John Wick exists in. You could base the whole show off of that. Yeah, I, really wanna, I just want to know about this weird world yep. where where there's markers and there's coins and crime hotels. Yep. And I just, I, I thought the story of it was just so, you know, it was, it was like so obviously like, they pull me back in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited for number three where he's like on the run from the crime hotel world. Yeah. Oh, and Lawrence Fishburne is like Lord of the Homeless People was so weird. And that little Matrix callback between yeah. the two of them was, uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. When he was like, you're the one, John Wick. <laughs> yeah. That was my favorite now, scene. Now let's practice karate in virtual reality. Let's practice karate. I was about to say something. Weird. Oh no. I didn't. Okay, fair enough. I'm not going to. No, it's fine. Well, I'm going to say mean things sometimes, but not about that. Yeah. You know. You know, you no, it's with... hard. Oh, right. It's hard sometimes. <laughs> 
You brought up a good point. Living, like living can be hard sometimes. I, I just really don't want to go there. All right, okay. Um, I'm just but, having, I'm but, having a hard time. Let me put this on record. I agree. I just don't want to. You know. Okay, I just want to want to stay. I'm having a hard time right now. Oh, we have Same. some. We Same. have we have some survey results to read. Oh, awesome. But I have two percent left on my phone, so I'm not sure we should wait till next week. We can wait till next next week. We'll always be here. We're not going anywhere, guys. We're not going anywhere. I I will paraphrase. Uh, Bill Scurry pr uh, printed one. Oh, very cool. One. His favorite movie is Chinatown. He's never smoked PCP, but his wife has, and he wishes that we would not record in cars anymore. Okay, you got it. We're recording in diners now. Yeah, this is this is. Uh, we're stealing your boy's show. This is After Movie Diner. Yeah. So and good and good shout out to shout out to John Cross. John Cross. Listen is to After Movie excellent Diner. Excellent After Movie Diner. Yes. But we're stealing the idea because we're big boys that like sandwiches and coleslaw. And 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 surprisingly okay chili. Good night. With yellow rice. Johnny, I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be eighteen dollars. Go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye-bye. Listen, no, please, no, boy. No. Somebody had better do something around here. Are you okay, Danny? I'm okay. Are you okay? Okay. What's okay? He's taking drugs. Come on, stop. It was a mistake. A mistake. Then he takes drugs. Let's go home. Come on, it's clear. What's clear? I am going to call the police. Mom, stop. It was Denny's mistake. Just stop. Oh. Let's go. Why did you do this? You know better, right? I'm Why? I'm sorry. You know better, Denny. You almost got killed. I'm sorry. It won't happen again, I promise. Denny, you know that Johnny's like your father. And we're your friends. We're gonna help you. Let's go home. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? I have a problem with Lisa. She said that I hit her. <sighs> what? Well, did you? No, it's not true.